You're listening to an IOE podcast from the UCL Institute of Education. Powered by UCL Minds. This is Research for the Real World. Conversations with researchers about the paths they've taken to shape our everyday lives. everyone, Sam and Kerry here. How's it going, Sam? Good, thanks, Kerry. I liked how last time we got to know each other a bit better by asking a few questions, so I thought I might ask some more. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm ready. So from memory, you've lived and worked in both Hong Kong and the United States, is that right? That's right. I grew up in Hong Kong and I went to university in the States in Philadelphia. So I'm guessing maybe you speak some languages other than English? Yes, I am fluent in Cantonese, and I speak a bit of Mandarin, but not professionally. Didn't you go to a foreign language school yourself, Sam? Uh, I went to an English language school, but it was a, a language college, which basically meant I had to take two foreign language GCSEs, so I did French and German. But needless to say, 15 years later, I would struggle to give you an accurate account of you know what's in my pencil case in either language, so not quite the linguist you are, Kerry. But you can still read the menu, right? That's the most important. Yeah, I can read the menu and order a drink, so I'm all right. Well, this season is all about languages and the art of communication. So speaking of communication, who are you going to be speaking to this season, Carrie? I'm speaking to Dr. Rowani Tupas about discovering different audiences with different languages. Typically, we talk about multilingualism in these terms. You know, there are many languages in this community. There are many languages in this nation, in this country. That's multilingual. But that's only half of the story. The other half of the story, which I think is the is more important and more critical, is that these languages are valued differently. And because these languages are valued differently, and not everyone in the community, not everyone in the in the country or in a particular context, for example, has access to the languages that can give them, you know, certain privileges in their society, then that's where inequality comes in. As well as Professor John Potter about digital communication and creativity. Well, I think that the, the, the play research has an affinity with the media research because in a way the play worlds and the media worlds are both part of children's culture. And sometimes they sometimes they come together, um, and I know Kate's already spoken about this with in connection with YouTube and and so forth. But we saw examples of the, of children's play in playing the archive, where the world of of the media really did form an element of their play, just as historically it had done at the time of the Opies, who were the the people that we were kind of emulating. The Opies, as you will know from that podcast, were Peter and Iona Opie who collected children's games over a period of about 40 years. What about you? I'll be speaking to Professor Chloe Marshall about language, linguistics and deafness. I mean, listeners may not know this, but the majority of deaf children are born to hearing parents, hearing parents who are not expecting a deaf child, hearing parents who know nothing about deafness, who've never seen deaf role models, who don't know about the vibrant deaf community, who don't know about, in our country, British Sign Language. And so many deaf children will grow up with a language delay. 
as well as Dr. Sophia Demgen and Dr. Talia Isaacs about language and communication in cancer treatment and healthcare settings. The war metaphor is very good at motivating, at suggesting the kind of effort and, and investment and um, energy that is required for, for, these types of, for these types of experiences. But it has the downside that if you, were, if you sort of follow the framing through to the end, then if someone doesn't recover from cancer, then it, it suggests that they've lost the battle. And that's precisely what, you, what you've made explicit. Great. So let's go. So listen up and get ready for season nine of Research for the Real World. Thanks so much for downloading and listening to this IOE podcast from the UCL Institute of Education, University College London. 